and welcome to a sadly belated episode of the firmware update, <laughs> episode uh, 207. Good yeah, lord. We had, to, we had to update our privacy policy. <laughs> uh, we, we, not, we don't have a privacy policy. <laughs> um, but everybody else does, and boy, they, and boy are they letting us know about it. Good lord, so many privacy policies. <laughs> uh, folks, I'll take the blunt of this one here. It's been a little while. It's been two months or so. And uh, unfortunately, uh, your old pal Malcolm has had a heck of a time since last we talked. <laughs> Uh, I, I, we did try to record a show about, I don't know, at least a month ago. Um, <laughs> and Malcolm was like, I, Malcolm was like, I'll be right back. I'm going to go buy a car. I was like, I don't think you're going to be right back, Malcolm, but okay. <laughs> oh, let, let, let's see. Let's, let's hop down the bunny trail. Uh, <laughs> uh, so when last we talked, uh, somebody rammed and their car into my wife's car, who is fine by the way, but it just, it totaled our car, which is why we had to go buy a new one during the same time. We're also dealing with a B infestation, which took me out for at least a good month, month and a half. Which sounds super fun and super chill, a super, just a really neat thing to happen. Oh, it's, it's interesting. Cause don't get me wrong. You know, I'm, I only cook when I have to nowadays, especially since I come home later in the day. So I don't need to be twisted into doing fast food, but you know what makes it really simple to want to do fast food? Bees in your goddamn kitchen. Is <laughs> oh man! Uh, so <laughs> it all, I, every time I hear about bees, I, I think about not Wicker Man. People, everyone else, everyone else goes to Wicker Man, but I go to Tommy Boy. <laughs> that scene uh, where they're driving along, uh, like driving down the freeway, like drunk or whatever, and a cop tries to pull him over. <laughs> And he's like, I've got a plan. And he just starts swerving even crazier uh, before <laughs> before he like drives off the, onto the off the road, and he just gets out of the car screaming, "Bees, <laughs> bees everywhere!" <laughs> and the cops and the cops like uh, tells his partner, he's like, "I'm allergic to bees." <laughs> he's like, "Me too." <laughs> so they just leave him. They just leave. <laughs> process so it was an interesting time because i was i'm not allergic but i'm i was very nervous around bees so we were thankfully able to keep at first it was just in our kitchen and we just like closed off the kitchen and didn't go in there and by the way uh after more than like say five or six things everyone gets a little allergic to bees (laughs) after after several things so we're all a little allergic oh yeah and in time, however, the bees started coming out through the vents. So, oh, fuck, that's a literal nightmare. It is. It's a like they were coming into the bathroom, into our rooms, and uh, we would look outside the window. We would see swarms of them, of at least like thirty to forty at all times, like right outside our window. Like the only way it would be more of a nightmare is if it started coming out of like your eyes and ears and mouth. <laughs> right. So we had to tape up the vents. We couldn't use AC. We couldn't open the windows for a good couple of weeks. It was hell on earth. So it's, I would just hanging out in the library. Yeah, I would not have been a good podcasting partner for Joe during this time. Let's just <laughs> say. Uh, on top of this, I was also in the process of leaving my current, uh, my previous job as a call center rep, which thank God I'm out of there, to join uh, You Break I Fix as a repair technician. Uh, which, by the way, it's you know. It's so great to have a job that I don't hate going to work to, Joe. <laughs> it's a really underappreciated sentiment having that. So it's great, isn't it? Like it ever is. since I left Best Buy, I was like, man, this is nice. <laughs> <laughs> so 
but yeah, which I really enjoy. It's a little bit of a ragtag group, and uh, I'm still learning stuff and what have you, but uh, I'm able to contribute. I am actually the only one with any sales experience there, so I'm actually the only one that sort of trying to get like accessory sales and whatnot on you and which is great everyone else on is amazingly smarter than me than as far as uh, breaking down stuff like everyone's there's like yeah since i was six i was disassembling my vcr and reassembling it's like okay i just got here dude i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's fun it's kind of kind of cool because they're already sort of relying on me to take apart playstations which is actually one of our more popular repair joints and uh, I didn't take it apart, but I repaired my first Xbox recently. And it was kind of funny because all I did was just simply call a customer service and because uh, it was a software issue. And rather than spike up the customer's uh, charges and labor, I just called them up and said, hey, this isn't downloading. Well, you should do this, this, and this. Hey, it works again. Thank you. <laughs> so, but it's a nice spot. I really enjoy working there. So... I'm getting feeling better there. Plus, I have weekends off now, which is super amazing. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Indeed. So, between all of that, finding a new car, between getting someone, getting multiple exterminators here to clear out the <laughs> the infestation. Oh, I did get stung, by the way. Well, I mean, yeah. If, if, if the bees are living in there with you for a while, I figure they, they want, at least one of them got it, got in there. I, I only out of the three of us living here and multiple animals, only I got stung, which is actually <laughs> a, a pretty good deal. But uh, remember how I said bees were coming into our bedroom? <laughs> well, uh, one of them climbed up into my pajama pants, and I put that on. <laughs> and I was, we were watching a show, and all of a sudden, I feel this really sharp pain in my thigh, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And then I'm like, "Oh wait, we have bees." Pull off the pants, and sure as fuck, there's a dead bee in there. And they're like, "Oh, this is great. The life is great." <laughs> oh god. And let me tell you something. Uh, going off something Joe was joking me about, you know, like made a joke that even though I'm not allergic to bees, you're oh, you're. You get kind of allergic to bees after a couple of stings. Let me tell you, that was a pain. That hurt. It really hurt on that thigh. <laughs> yes, it does. I, I can't imagine taking three to five of those in various spots of my body all at once. So <laughs> it really is the best case scenario. But uh, the good news is after the craziness, at least on my end, is now subsided. So hopefully we can get back to being getting a more <laughs> consistent show out here. Oh man! Um, as a car nerd, though, uh, I kind of want to backtrack. What kind of car did you get exactly? Uh, I think I got we got a Hyundai Accord. We got we got like a used one just to save money. Oh, um, okay. Is it a Hyundai or is it an Accord? Because <laughs> those things are not the same. All right. Well, Hyundai Accent <laughs> then. I <could've... laughs> okay. I thought you guys got a Prius or whatever. We were looking at a Prius, but you know. The Prius that we were looking at, like after driving around in four cars, they're like, oh, we don't do loans here. It's like, oh, well, you're disqualified. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so we eventually looked around and we finally came back to the original spot that Sandra went to that she got pre-approved. And uh, they gave us this car, which, you know, it runs nicer than our current car does, obviously. But at, uh, and it's at a nicer rate, so we can't complain. Mm. Yeah. And plus, we were able to afford insurance on it, which is also nice. Yeah, that's that's usually good. That's a good thing. Um, 
especially since having insurance is low. <laughs> so like before on our previous car, we were paying like 400 a month. Uh, but thanks to this being a used car and a cheaper car, we were able to cut that in half. Oh, nice. Yeah, so with, like, the extra insurance and stuff, it's still about what we were paying before, but now we're covered, so. Okay. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> did you did you guys still owe anything on, on that last car, or? Uh, yeah, so we, uh, so the uh, insurance of them pretty much covered everything but, like, $2,700, mm. and uh, thankfully we saved up some money, so we just said, fuck it here. <laughs> Damn. yeah it's, it sucks but you know we got a cheaper we got a cheaper car that actually runs better so it's like yeah you know baby steps and all that <laughs> and since it is a hyundai you've got that uh you've got that crazy warranty it's like 10 years mm-hmm. so oh. that that's fantastic too <laughs> yeah so like unless you bought like a 2000 and fucking you know four you know you should be covered for a while oh yeah oh yeah it's much earlier than that so we're good <laughs> All right. All right, Joe. We, we're going to cover mainly the big hits that happened during our previous uh, time here. Oh, yeah, because if, if we do two months of news, that's we'd be here for like seven hours. <laughs> That'd be essentially E3 coverage at that point. So, <laughs> Which is two weeks away, by the way. Oh, that's, gosh. That's, it's, that's, that's ridiculous. Too long. So anyway, Joe, let's take it to the news. What's our first story? All right. First story, Malcolm, is that the PS4 is dead. It's done. <laughs> oh. It's over. God damn it, I just... Uh, according to John Codera, uh, PlayStation boss, uh, he, he says that, uh, yeah, it's it's the we're at the end of the PS4's life cycle. It's, it's, it's all winding down here, Malcolm. It's the end of an era. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, wait, I've got another story here. It says, uh, wait, nope, nope, that's not it at all. <laughs> uh, slow your roll, news. <laughs> Next PlayStation, according to other reports, is at least three years away. Um, so Kadera said, you know, he said he was on a he was on a call. Um, he was on a one of those uh, what do you call it, investor calls or whatever. Or no, he was in an interview with Bloomberg Japan. Uh, he said uh, he was quoted as saying, uh, "Let's see, where was it? Um, damn it, where'd it go? <laughs> uh, damn it, yeah." During their corporate strategy meeting, he said. Um, that, you know, it was entering the end of its life cycle or whatever, um, which is just, I, I don't know, it's a weird way to frame that, seeing, seeing as how, I mean, on the one hand, you know, compared to other uh, PlayStations, you know, the the PS4 launched almost five years ago, uh, so, you know, you think about it, it's like, all right, it's like, maybe, is that too far off the truth or whatever, but, like, you know, it's it's got... You know, we've still got exclusives coming down the pipeline. Uh, the PlayStation 4 sold, you know, about 80 million units, uh you know, at this point, so yeah, it's it's we're we're a long ways away <laughs> from that. Um, you know, the P- the PlayStation Pro launch was it last year? Was it's been out for a year now? Mm. Uh, maybe almost two years, right? In November. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. Um, but yeah, like there there's a lot happening with the PlayStation Four that says that no, that it's 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 still gonna be around for a little while. Oh yeah, I mean, I know E3, they're going to be talking about four major upcoming titles at the very least, and we're probably going to get a few more that leading up to that. And uh, it, it's very interesting because, like, a bunch of these news stories all came at around the same time, like this and uh, everything, and it feels like they're sort of doing damage control as far as this goes. <laughs> like, no, no, please don't return those PS4s, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, according to to Kadera said he, he, to, he said uh, we will use the next three years to prepare the next step. 
uh, to crouch down so that we can jump higher in the future, is what he told uh, the Wall Street Journal. Um, so, yeah, so at least three years away. Um, you know, the way these these uh, these hardware cycles work, um, you know, as soon as they release one thing, they've already started at least, you know, kind of building an outline for whatever the next, you know, console would be. So I'm guessing that, you know, they've been working on the PlayStation 5 or whatever it's called, uh, not too long after they first released the PS4 in 2013. Uh, but to say that, oh yeah, like it, it's, we're done, it's over. Uh, I'm just like, no, not, not, not by a long shot. <laughs> I don't know, like I said, you know, you still got some pretty awesome game, like Spider-Man especially looks friggin' awesome. I'm so excited for Spider-Man. Oh gosh, it's so good. It's, <laughs> it's I, I cannot wait for that. That's going to be one that I budget some money to save up to pre-order for sure. Uh, also, uh, Ghost of, uh. Setsuma or whatever it's called, sushi. Uh, shoot, yeah, uh, Ghost of Sushi. Yes, uh, that's gonna. God, I do love sushi. I do. Love <laughs> it. That looks like it could be real, really good. I mean, it's the infamous guys working on it, so, so it's going to be pretty tight. And I am one of a handful of people that have hope for Days Gone. So we got some... <laughs> at least someone's excited. Yeah, I mean, uh, have you seen? Did you uh, see all the gameplay? footage that suddenly came out of nowhere last week yeah that's yeah <laughs> i i guess it was at e3 or, or i mean they they have um they have like a judges week um like about a month before uh the show proper um you know people from different from different you know games outlets and whatnot come come together to to kind of you know, you see all the best of E3 stuff come out, um, you know, like right as the show opens. It's like, well, how do you know that's the best of E3? <laughs> like the show just opened. It's like, well, it's because everyone comes out like a month beforehand to, to play everything. Um, and yeah, like apparently Days Gone had a pretty big presence. Um, interestingly, though, it's not one of the four games that Sony uh, said it, that they'll be outlining on, on their, during their conference. So um, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, I guess they're not so sure what's going on. Doesn't 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 strike me as uh, super confident. Um, so what are the four games? Uh, like I know Ghost and yeah, yeah. Spider Man are yeah. Two. So so I guess I'll just uh, transition. Yeah, yeah transition. Segway. <laughs> uh, all right. So Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Spider Man, uh, Death Stranding, and The Last of Us Part Two are the four games that that they promised a quote deep dive uh, for um, at you know at, at their conference. Um, so I'll be interested to see. I'm interested in all those games. I, I, you know, of course, as a big, you know, Metal Gear Phantom, interested in Death Stranding. Uh, Last of Us, obviously, you know, people love the hell out of that game, I think myself included. Uh, the same Spark- anticipated is kind of a, an understatement for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Spider-Man, you know, with Spider-Man, everyone loves Spider-Man. And, you know, Ghost of Tsushima, I, I, that game is, that game was like, that game looks incredible <laughs> like and, and it's exactly the kind of thing i wanted to see out of out of a studio like sucker punch because like as much as i love those infamous games it's like i, I never like to see any studio get too like i don't want i, I don't like seeing a, any studio become like a winter pony where it's like oh yeah like this is we do this one franchise <laughs> it's like so for them to be to say like we're doing this completely different thing it's like all right yeah it worked great what... for gorilla didn't it? <laughs> it yes it did <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what do you think about, because uh, this was part of a big story that, you know, number one, they announced that no hardware will be shown at E3 just to get that, make sure that speculative cloud is dispersed immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they said, yeah, the main highlights are going to be these four games 
a quadruple main event, so to speak, but there's still going to be other games talked about for sure. So, oh, yeah, like, I'm, yeah, like they'll have like a third party presence for sure. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, unless some something's happened, something's changed on the business end of things, I'm pretty sure, you know, like Black Ops 4 will be on stage or whatever to like, oh, yes, the first time PlayStation, the DLC, blah, 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 uh, that kind of thing. So, I'm, I'm sure there will be other games there, but. It'll be interesting to see if they actually announce anything new uh, as far as, like, a first-party thing. Um, I hope so. Yeah, I feel like it'll be fine. Uh, I actually do appreciate the fact that they came out and said, yeah, no new hardware, don't worry about it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, um, it is kind of weird they announced that and then immediately go to the PS4 is in its last life cycle. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, I mean, I guess it's the... I mean, I mean, I guess there's no reason for them to announce any, you know, you know, anything on the hardware front or whatever. Um, but it, <laughs> and you know, the, the PlayStation Vita is basically all but that at this point. Um, I forgot to put it in in my my notes here, but they did <laughs> all but they, dead. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, basically. it's pretty dead, dude. <laughs> yeah, like I, I forgot to put it in my notes here, but I I just remembered that. Uh, yeah, they 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 said that. They've they've announced to their to their third party partners or whatever. It's like, yeah, we're not gonna produce any more cards, uh, Vita, you know, cartridges or whatever. So if you if you want them, if you want to, uh, you know, publish a game and have it on a store shelf somewhere, you you got to get your game in pretty soon. Um, and that doesn't mean that you can't put out a you know Vita game or whatever, because you know obviously you can put it on the PlayStation Store, um, but. I'd say that's a pretty major uh, step towards you know winding that 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 handheld down. Uh, yeah, uh, going back really quick to E3 though. Out of the four main eventers there, uh, which game do you think will have the best showing? Ooh, um, hmm. you know, as much as I am pretty sure I'm going to love Death Stranding, I, I'm pretty sure that we're not going to have any idea what the fuck that game actually is until it's out and we get to play it. <laughs> um, so I will I, actually. Go on to say we will probably understand less about Death Stranding <laughs> after E3. <laughs> yeah, so uh, as much as I'm pretty sure I will find a way to love that game, um, as pre-release, I don't think it's it's going to be showing particularly well. Um, so I don't think that's going to be the one. Um, Spider-Man, you know, that's got a lot of hype, but I think I, th- I, I hope I think it might be Ghost of Tsushima because that game, like, no one has any idea what what to expect from it. Um, like while we saw was that trailer, which is amazing, but like I feel like this is a chance for them to go rip again really deep into show to you know say this is exactly the kind of game it is, uh, you know this is what you'll be able to do, uh, and you know Sucker Punch with their pedigree, I think I think they've got the I've got I think they've got the chops to to really blow everyone's minds with, with what they've got. Uh, I I think you're right. I mean I I don't know what else. Spider-Man could do at this point to get us more hype for it. I mean, they like, it's at a point where I'm like, okay, just save your guns. You already have my money. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. At this point, it's like, all right, we like, we know, like at this point, I think everyone's made up their minds, whether they want to buy and play a a Spider-Man game or not. Um, And, you know, with everything they've shown about it, it's like, yeah, like I think most people are on board with it. They don't need to really like it. Like, honestly, they don't need to, it doesn't need to be one of the four games they make a deep dive for. Um, and with The Last of Us Part Two, it's like obviously that game promises to be incredible. Uh, and, but that's kind of the same thing. It's like, yeah, people have made up their mind whether or not they want to play another Last of Us game. So uh, Ghost of Tsushima, I think, is, is kind of primed to, to kind of steal the show. 
I think so too. Like if it has like a really good showing, like not unlike uh, what her, that showing Horizon Zero Dawn when we saw the first gameplay footage of that one, like yeah. it could really take a lot of people off guard. Uh, however, dep- depending on how much of a spectacle it is, but then again, Kojima doesn't really like doing gameplay reveals, so who knows? But if they do one for Death Stranding and it's done in a really, really interesting way, you know, who knows? Do you think we'll get like a a PT type of deal where a mysterious uh, demo will be released and it's actually Death Stranding or something like that? And then the game gets canceled and and Guillermo del Toro gets mad at at the publisher. Gets mad at Sony. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Man, as much as I love Guillermo Guillermo del Toro, that guy's attachment to video game projects is not necessarily... Uh, a blessing <laughs> to, to the games he's attached to. Like I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure this is like the third game he's tried to put out. I think it was uh, Insanity or something like that. Oh yeah, I remember it was like Insane or whatever. Yeah, uh, and they announced that game like four years before it was supposed to come out, and it just never did. <laughs> It'll be in a two pack with Deep Down, <laughs> <laughs> with Deep Down and PT. <laughs> oh my god! But uh, yeah, remember I, Deep Down? <laughs> yeah, I'm still waiting for that game. <laughs> what? it looks super interesting too it's like oh okay (laughs) but so yeah i I think the e3 will be very interesting going back to vita which i still have my 3g vita just sitting there in a corner man me too i i I finally dug it up after like (laughs) like three weeks ago i dug it up because um i was like where's my vita i forget (laughs) like i i moved like what eight months ago um and i just never dug it out after i moved and of course it was dead because <laughs> uh, Vita just never held a good charge. No. And you know, like it, the the thumbsticks developed this oily, grimy nastiness that I don't know if you ever like let your PS3 controllers sit for a while, Malcolm. But uh, they used to develop this disgusting kind of grime also. Uh, and I'm glad to report that the Vita does that too. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. Um, Did your v- Vita forget the date and all that too? Yes, yes, it did. That was I thought it was 2014 for some reason. <laughs> I was like, all right. Uh, that, that what's annoying is that it doesn't let you set it with by the internet until you set it manually and go into the full menu or whatever. It's like okay. Yeah, that was like one of the more annoying things about the Vita doing the whole like if I didn't touch it for a long time, which could be as little as a week, then you're like, oh, what day is it? Like, God damn it. <laughs> I know, like, it should have, like, some onboard memory to store at least that much. You think? I mean, it, it took, like, a freaking SIM card for Pete's sake. Like, <laughs> Man, I love the Vita, but, man. Uh, don't worry. When the PS5 Switch comes out, then, you know, that's going to change everything. Right? <laughs> I hope so. Uh, man, every 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 console should be like the Switch. Yeah, yeah. Going forward, like, if, it, if I can plug it into my TV and take it with me at this point, it's like, man, what are you doing? It's like, oh, my God, imagine playing... Horizon and God of War on the go for Pete's sake. Oh. Oh. So good. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. So RIP Vita there. Uh, (laughs) But hopefully your reincarnation will be a little better pleasing in the future. Yeah. All right. Moving on. What else happened? All right. We've got NPD uh, numbers for April 2018. Um, 
this is just a few days old. This is probably the most recent story <laughs> I've got here. Um, and it's a big month for PlayStation and uh, God of War. Uh, God of War was easily the, the, the top selling game of the month, uh, beating out Far Cry 5 at number 2, OMB 18, uh, the show at number 3, the Labo, the Nintendo Labo Variety Kit at number 4, uh, and Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze at number 5. Oh, that did come out. Well, okay. Yes, the Nintendo Labo, uh, which is incredibly fun. <laughs> I did buy the Labo for my nephew uh, as a gift, and he, he's just enamored with it. And I, I watched him build some of his stuff, and it's super cool. Hmm. Um, it's yeah, that's that's some incredible stuff that they did with the Labo there. Um, and you know, it's selling at it sells like it's sixty nine ninety nine for the variety kit, and then the robot kit or whatever is eighty bucks. Uh, that's the the robot kit did not did not uh, chart at all. Um, it's not in the top twenty, so that's interesting to see. Hmm. Um, but Labo, the variety kit at number four was pretty pretty good, I don't think. Hmm. Uh, for you know a seventy dollar cardboard kit basically uh it's um yeah god of war 2018 uh by the way topped five million sales uh in its first month uh to kind of go into that uh by far the the best-selling playstation 4 exclusive or the fastest selling exclusive uh for playstation 4 Uh, i think playstation in general too just like i believe it was yeah um i mean i don't have i don't have those specific numbers for, for franchises but um I, believe I wouldn't it, be surprised if, if it's high up there. Oh, yeah. I, I think last I heard it was at like 5 million sold. So it's it, it's doing pretty good. It's doing pretty good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and its first three days, it sold 3.1 million copies. Uh, so 5 million overall in its first month. Uh, really good. Uh, really good. Now, I bought it, and I played it through. What about you, Joe? I've not played it all the way through yet. I'm, I'm getting I'm – st- I'm, I think I'm nearing the end of the, of the main – you know, journey or, or whatever. Um, and I'm having a hell of a great time with it. Uh, well, it's it's so good. <laughs> it's, like, it's so good. It's so much better than any God of War game, I feel, has the right to be. But it simply <laughs> is. Like Yeah, like I've, like, you know, like Kratos as a character in the previous games, you know, hit or miss. You know, he's just a big angry dude. Um, very one note. Uh, but overall, like those games are just, Incredible spectacles and a lot of fun for me. Like I've always loved God of War for its spectacle, um, and and it has a, from what I've played so far, it's got a couple of those moments, but it's 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 dialed back a bit in terms of like, oh yeah, we're fight, you're fighting this enormous thing or whatever. Um, but like it's got a lot of great like character moments. Um, the combat is completely reworked in a way that's like, oh, this is like it, it's it's kind of. It, I kind of feel the way I felt about you know Breath of the Wild you know last year, where it's like this is completely different from what you've done with this franchise before but like it feels like this is what we should have been doing all along mm. uh, you know um it's just it's incredible man it's really good yeah we won't go into spoilers obviously in this one but i i have to back up everything joe has said a hundred percent like it's so weird seeing character growth from freaking Kratos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like wow like this guy is like he's still a really angry asshole kind of a dude, but it's like, oh, okay. It's like, he's got an actual, it like, it's like, he has an actual motivation that isn't just, I want to kill everything. Uh, you know, like it's okay. I want to go like me and my boy want to scatter my, our, our, my wife and his mother's ashes or whatever. And like, that's, that's the whole, like that's the entire point. Uh, and it just happens that assholes get in the way of that. 
<laughs> it's not him being, oh, fucking Zeus, I want to kill him and everyone around him. Um, it's, man, it's good stuff. Yeah, and just like the journey of it, uh, the relationship between Kratos and his and his son, Boy, is actually... <laughs> <laughs> boy! Boy! <laughs> boy, boy, boy. You know, the, it sounds like you, you saw it, but that YouTube video, which like pretty much captures every single time he says <laughs> boy... Oh man! Uh, the the amazing thing of it, it reminds me of uh, they did it for Scarface, but it's every time Tony Montana says "fuck," <laughs> and you watch and you pretty much see the whole movie inside of fifteen minutes, <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of feels like it's the same way with Kratos every single time he says "boy." But uh, <laughs> the relationship between those two and how it grows and the twists and turns. Uh, and it is really expertly and well told. And you feel it very much in the gameplay. And something I don't think that's enough credit. Like, the game is essentially one camera shot. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's incredible. It's, <laughs> it like, really is. Like, even when uh, the credits roll, you're still in the game. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yes. It's, it's like, great, really? It's like, and then you get to the end after the credit credits and the the kid is like yeah yeah so what do you want to do we still got to do this this and this but we can also go home if you want to it's like wow it's like the game's still going <laughs> yeah there's so much to do in this game um yeah like i'm just you know like i i, I just go around the lake or whatever it's like oh yeah like, let's go over here let's go over here let's go over here and there's so much cool shit to do it's not just like oh go collect this for the sake of collecting stuff it's like like it's stuff that like fits in with what that world is and it's like yeah like why not you, you know, you've got these, you know, spirits on the lake or whatever. It's like, oh, I've got this unfinished business or whatever. Mm. Uh, you know, just just cool stuff like that. And and I will say that fighting the Valkyries is a real pain in the ass. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Yeah. yeah like, Good God. <laughs> if you're looking for a challenge, it's with the Valkyries. <laughs> My God. I've beaten three of them out of, like, the six that I found. I was like, <laughs> three of them. I'm like, you know what? I'll come back. Like, uh, I've beaten two. I don't know how I'm going to end up beating the one in Niflheim, but that, that'll that be fun when that finally I'm happens. I'm halfway through, what is it, Muselfheim or whatever? Yeah, the fire, yeah. And, fuck, I got to the one where it's like, beat 100 enemies or whatever. It's like, that should be easy. And it's like, I, I keep dying at like 80, with like 85 to go. I was like, you know what, I'll come back. <laughs> I, I was able to get the fire and brimstone one uh for that area but, but it took a lot of work let's just say yeah the combat trials there there are a lot of combat trials in this and man they can they can feel a little cheap sometimes oh yeah <laughs> the, the don't take any damage or you fail one i hate that trial <laughs> so, oh that sounds fun uh there is also one where the enemies immediately replenish all their health and whatnot so you have to be creative <laughs> on killing them yeah, for that one, I was like, I'll just get them as close to the edge as I can and hopefully knock them off. <laughs> yep, that's what I did. And with the heavy ones where Kratos just grabs them and just starts running, you, like you run to the edge and then he chucks them over. And all right, there. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's even great, great on impossible mode where you get like those freaking dark summoner elves that appear now, too. So, oh, know. fantastic. Indeed. Fantastic. <laughs> Fan flipping task. <laughs> I but, mean, overall, the combat I think is a really great, you know, direction for it to go in. But a lot of the combat trials is like, man, fucking come on. <laughs> uh, I do give him praise, especially on one thing. Like, uh, 
in other God of War games, they would give you different items and whatnot. But at the end of the day, I just felt like I was defaulting on the Blades of Chaos all the time. But I got to tell you, I love the Leviathan Axe. Like, I hope that stays with this franchise going forward because I love that thing. I love calling it back to my hand after I throw it. <laughs> yes, that's so good. I love it when enemies are close to me and the axe flies through them to get to my hand. It's... <laughs> <laughs> and it's such a dumb thing, like the, the 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 you know the the ravens of Odin or the Odin's ravens or whatever. It's like it's like for, for any other reason, like I think it would be a dumb collectible. But like being able to chuck the axe, at, like I love chucking it like at at the ones that are like super far away and kind of flying in a circle, um, and just like hitting them from like a mile away. It's like that's that's low key one of the more satisfying things in in that game. It's like yeah, fucking murdering a fucking stupid. Raven from like half a mile away with oh. your axe, <laughs> just like like just watch it go, and then yeah. Some of those shots are such a pain in the ass, though. <laughs> yeah. But I, I I agree with you. When you finally do get it, it's like, yeah, <laughs> take that bird. <laughs> and good. And I will. T- the story is fantastic. It takes turns I wasn't expecting, and, uh, and they were like, okay, I'm gonna go here, and this is gonna happen, and it doesn't happen or something completely different happens. And uh, I, I love it to death to say it's worth it is a very big understatement. And it is as of right now, I'd have to say if we were making the tournament for game of the year right now, I would dare put it at number one right now. It is. Yeah. It's probably the one seat. It's not, I, I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, if I if I'm putting my personal list together, like it's it's definitely high up there. Like I I still have a really good fucking soft spot for for uh, a way out. But man, God of War has been incredible so far. Yeah, a way out I have to get to and please do you really do that? Yeah. Uh, speaking of things it, that please do and uh, maybe at least rent it, uh, I do want to get to Detroit, which I was not able to get to, I, <laughs> and I mean the game, not the actual city. Though no disrespect to any listeners in Detroit, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would rather go to actual Detroit uh, than 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 play Detroit. But yes, <laughs> uh, come on, man! Other people than that <laughs> one guy worked on it. Come on. <laughs> oh God. Uh, but it's doing okay too. Uh, one thing I do want to say about God of War, uh, Joe kind of touched on it, but like a common thing that I've heard people bring up against it is uh those epic moments and what have you how they're not those over the top deal like to those people i want to say it's the first goddamn game it's like (laughs) (laughs) you know one of the reasons why god of war 3 stands out for me is that they they waited until the end to just hit you with like over the top after over the top after over the top if they bombarded you like that uh in the first game like number one there's a bunch of uh, really big moments that come just out of nowhere and the surprise is just awesome like that first like when you meet the stranger for the first time oh yeah oh my god that's like probably one of the most enjoyable first boss battles i've had in a video game in like a decade i Mm. really enjoyed that fight and if i think if you were bombarded with stuff uh, then it would have taken away from it and by all means like we uh this is not a spoiler at all, but let's just say they're only just getting started with Norse mythology. Let's just say like when they really get deep into it, then you're going to get all those moments that you were expecting. Trust me. But this game is amazing. I I love it to death. I'm trying to platinum it though. I don't know how I'm going to, uh, the, 
uh, Niflheim is going to take some time just because, uh, you know, it's a lot of work grinding that they want you to do. And then after I finish that, I'm going to go back, kill the Valkyries, collect the artifacts and birds that I missed. Yeah, I feel like I got to really get some really great armor um, to, if I want to take on Valkyries, because fuck, God. Um, yeah, like, I mean... It's 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 a good thing what it does is that you know with its combat is that unlike you know like say Assassin's Creed you know for years where it's like oh yeah the enemies will circle around you but they'll come at you one at a time or whatever it's like no these enemies will come at you the way enemies would actually come at anybody it's like yeah yeah they'll all just come at you at the same fucking time uh, and yeah like on the one hand it's like yes that that is that is a good way to handle it but on the other hand it's like fuck goddamn it <laughs> it can be so cheap sometimes. Yeah, I, I will say so. These enemies are really smart, especially the dark elves, where mm-hmm. that like you, you, they come at you with precision. Like one of them will shoot one of those exploding light balls, while two of them will charge you at either side to keep you in there, so that you do get stunned and blinded, and then they'll all swarm around you. It's like, man, these are really smart enemies. Yeah, <laughs> and you know the the combat isn't as button mashy as, as it was before. Uh, you know, in the previous games. Uh, which is great. Um, although you do kind of, sometimes I do miss it where I'm, when it's like, man, it's like, if I could just, <laughs> if I could just fuck these dudes up a little easier, it'd be great. Oh, and uh, I, I thought that, uh, okay, how, how do you say his name? Because uh, I butcher it every single time. The boy. Oh, Atreus? Atreus, yeah. Like, uh, I really enjoyed how they uh, used him. Like, he's actually super helpful in battle. And... His abilities, uh, I max out, and uh, let's just say I use the square button quite a bit in combat. He's very mm-hmm. helpful, yeah. and uh, and the banter between the two characters is actually one of the things I look forward to most when I would go into a new area, wondering what they would say to each other, or how they interact, especially yeah. in certain sections. So, uh, for me, this is like uh, this this is a full price game for sure. Like, if you haven't ha- gotten it for some reason, please go get it because it's an amazing reason to have a PlayStation four is this game right here. Yeah, it really is. Like, and I, I've got a couple of friends too, that are, that are like super adamant, like Xbox, you know, fans are like, Oh yeah. Like I'm Xbox LA. Like, but like both of them, they're, that they're, they're like, it's like, yeah, I gotta get a PS4 for, for God of War. Cause it looks incredible. <laughs> and they did. Um, like one of them, even like I hung out with him for his birthday, uh, a couple months ago. And, you know, like I went to his apartment and I was like, I was like, I'm sorry, my man. Is that a PlayStation plug into your TV over there? <laughs> He's like, don't say. It's like, shut up, bro. <laughs> like, what's up? We're like, what you get that for? It's like, oh, you know, I got a worse coming, man. It's like, fucking ain't right. <laughs> yeah, and congratulations to Corey Barlog, who I, I know, I know Balrog. is Balrog, not Barlog. Barlog is a Barlog. Okay, Balrog, <laughs> like, uh, like the wait, DVD is it Barlog one. or or Balrog? One one of them's a Street Fighter character. The other ones. <laughs> The other one is a person. Well, Balrog is also the fire monster from uh, freaking Lord of the Rings, too. But, all right. Anyway, Corey, congratulations. Because uh, he's been doing the rounds, like, ever since, like, these this game started getting tens. Like, he's been making the rounds on all the podcasts and what have you. And he is a really fun guy to listen to as he gives, like, his uh, ideas and what have you. Granted, he's mainly doing spoiler casts and what have you. So, for sure, wait till you beat the game before listening to him. But his insight on the game and, like, how he, like, manu- how he wrote uh, Kratos and uh, Art- Atreus's uh, relationship around like his own relationship with his kid it, uh, who he has like a similar experience from Kratos is cause you know, he's off making the game so much that he actually doesn't get to see his kid a lot. So 
when he does come after a game is released, it's sort of like with Kratos where he's come back after all this time and he's sort of reestablishing that relationship and what have you. So it's, it's a very interesting, uh, he's a very interesting fellow and I, I'm really happy he's in charge of the series going forward. So I mean, he's been working on God of War basically the entire way. Um, you know, obviously, you know, David Jaffe is the one who kind of spearheaded the, the, the you know the first game or whatever. But like he's been on there, kind of climbing the the ranks of you know um, with each subsequent game. And I think he's been directing the franchise basically. So like he, I think he directed you know God of War three for sure. Uh, you know, he obviously had some hand in. What was it, Ascension or whatever the fuck uh, <laughs> the prequel was? Uh, but yeah, like he's been, he's kind of been directing this franchise for a while. Um, so yeah, like I, it's it's been in great hands for for a while. Oh yeah, and kudos for how it's written. Like uh, it reminds me kind of a, of a TV show, and you'll see it especially once you beat the game, Joe. But uh, once you're done with this game, number one, you're going to be a little annoyed that it's over. Number two, <laughs> two, be like. It, it like I compare it to like Monday Night Raw back when it was interesting, and <laughs> and you'd be like, oh my god, what what's going to happen next week? Like they leave it. There are so many directions they could go to for the next game that I like. Oh my god, what what's going to happen in the next game? So, but I'm still having fun with everything in this game. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, it's super well written. It spits in the face of people like EA who are saying, oh, single player day- games are dying. Nope. They're they're doing just fine, <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, oh, I love this game, love love it. Yeah, so obviously a huge success for Sony, um, and you know this is still part of it. We're still we're still in this MPD story, by the way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and you know so far, or at least as far as as recently as you know this this report, which is May twenty second, uh, so far the third best selling game of the year uh, behind Monster Hunter World at number two. And Far Cry Five is still the best-selling game of the year uh, oh, wow. for twenty for twenty eighteen. Um, so pretty pretty good year so far uh, for for video games, I think. Um, and Sony is is in general uh, with the with the PS four um, the PS four you know the best-selling console of April twenty eighteen and, and the best <laughs> the way they put it it was the best uh, the best performer performer in April for any console. Uh, in history, so it's been, it's been a good month, uh, or it was a good month for for Sony, uh, mm. for sure. Yeah, they're really kicking butt here. Like, it's hard to imagine that the PS4. Granted, it's like three years, but it's hard to believe that we're coming to the end of this road. Like, I've bought so many games on PS4 now. Like, it's going to be heartbreaking when they do the oh, here's PlayStation Five. Go rebuy those games again. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, honestly, I may just, unless, like, the graphics are just ridiculous on the PlayStation 5, I may just keep my, one of the PlayStation 4s hooked up just so I have access to all the games I've bought. All right, anyway, uh, what what else happened? Um, well, kind of pigtail, or pigtailing, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> uh, dovetailing uh, on, on this hardware sales discussion here. Um, you know, EA, uh, they, they, they kind of, they said something about, you know, hardware sales that, you know, put it piecing together uh, what they said and what Sony has said about how the PlayStation 4 is sold, uh, people were able to do some math here. And what they said uh, specifically was, um, uh, as far as for, as console sales go, they said um, current generation sales at the end of this year 
according to EA, is it, is it about um, 130 million? Or hold on, let me see here. Jorgensen said that EA expected an install, install base of 130 million consoles at the end of this year, uh, up from 103 million at the end of 2017. Um, now, the way you know, piecing together what what that means uh, with what Sony has said in the past about you know the PS4 sales, uh, you can kind of put two and two together. And it's like, hmm, doing the math, the PS4 is outsold Xbox One two to one at that point. Uh, because, all right, the way the way the math works here um, is that, you know, the Sony, or the Sony has declared, you know, PS4 sales are at about 73.6 million units uh, as of this uh, report, which was May 9th. Um, all right, so that would leave 29.4 million uh, Xbox One sold, Xbox Ones sold uh, at the most. Uh, because, you know, the Nintendo Switch uh, has sold about 4.8 million units. Um, so with all that, it's like, yeah, that's that's kind of how the math works out uh, to get to, you know, that 130 million uh, consoles. So, hmm. So while the Xbox One isn't selling terribly, uh, you know, by any means, um, it's not quite as good as I kind of had it in my head. Uh, because the way, you know, with the, all these MPD reports you've done over the, over the years or whatever, as, as both these consoles have been out, it's like, yeah, like both consoles are selling really well. Um, but the the gap is kind of wider than I thought it was. Um, yeah, like we've said, like like Joe said, we've said it multiple times. Like, grand PS4 is winning, yes, but Xbox is still doing well. Even I have to say, I underestimated how well that PS4 <laughs> was doing in comparison. Yeah. And it's like, mm. it. Let me just get, say, when we get to a point where Xbox Two, I guess, and uh, PlayStation Five are announced, it's going to be interesting because. Let's not forget it was PS4 and Xbox One that the tide shifted to PlayStation. So I'm kind of interested to see, will Sony get full of itself again and uh, do a misstep <laughs> of PlayStation 5? And that's where Xbox reclaims the number one spot. Or cool. will PlayStation learn from its mistakes? So it'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of history there to uh, to ho- hopefully steer them away from that. Um, you know, between their er, between what they did with the as they were ready to launch a PS3 and how Microsoft is going to launch Xbox One. Hopefully, they can look at those two past very recent examples uh, and not go that way. Um, but yeah, it's it's been pretty good for PS4. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, and, and it's not like Xbox. You know, the Xbox One. You know, it's it's you know not. That's not really threatening the the PS4 in terms of sales, but you know Microsoft's been doing some pretty good things with with uh, the Xbox One to kind of generate some interest in it. Hopefully, uh, you know the Xbox One X is you know like I, I've always thought the Xbox One X is a little overpriced, um, but you know it is a it is an amazing you know piece of hardware. Like the fact that it's smaller than the Xbox One S, it was also substantially more powerful and somehow more somehow quieter um like it's an amazing you know feat of engineering but a little a little pricey for me um but between that uh you know the xbox one game pass uh which has been pretty successful for them i think um and and you know backwards compatibility they've handled that really well i think as well um you know there's there's a lot of good stuff going on with xbox one but yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to make it sound like me and Joe, by any means, are pooping on you if you have an Xbox. I mean, I have plenty of friends who still stubbornly have the... Well, I, I'm only upset because I wish they had a PS4 so I could play games. With them. That's it. But, you know, <laughs> by all means, if that Xbox makes you happy, then by all means, be happy. Have that Xbox and you have fun. But <laughs> I, 
I will say that, you know, yeah, they definitely made some mistakes out of the gate. Uh, something I've noticed over time, and I don't know if you've noticed this, Joe, like I, I hear often, like, uh, especially in the PlayStation re exclusive reviews that, you know, certain games like, oh, wow, this game looks amazing on PlayStation Pro, like God of War was one, Horizon was another one where it's like, oh, my God, this is, makes having a pro so worth it. I haven't really heard that about the Xbox One X in reviews as much. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the Xbox One X, um, like it is, you know, like hands down like the most powerful hardware you can get uh you know in the console space um but you know without the actual exclusives to back it up like there's like like i don't need to buy a hundred like i don't need five hundred dollars to to play you know a third-party game like that's not that's not a compelling reason <laughs> you know like i don't want to play shadow of war or whatever uh you know on an xbox one x like it doesn't like i've got a ps4 it runs up fine <laughs> um uh yeah like they like ultimately, what the Xbox One needs is it. They just need more exclusive games because it's just it's just dry over there, man. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm almost curious if may, are they is it going to be like a Switch type of deal where they're making exclusive, but they realize they lost this war, so they're going to save all their exclusives so that they have a really awesome first year with the next console like the Switch did? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on what their hardware plans are. Like, I don't... I mean, they're kind of... Like, even though, the you know, the hardware sales don't reflect that, they're kind of in the same boat as Sony in that they're like, okay, we've got... We just launched Xbox One X. We can't launch a new, you know, an all-new Xbox, you know, so soon after that. Um, so, like, I don't... Like I'm, I kind of see them in the same boat as Sony, where I don't see them making a new Xbox for at least two or three years. Um, yeah. I, so, so I mean, they have to put games out in between that. <laughs> so we'll see what E3 has in store. Yeah, uh, I'm especially curious with Xbox what they do with the Xbox Two. And by the way, we don't know for sure if that's the name. I'm just being an asshole. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. I, I've with their previous naming conventions, I have zero idea what what the new a new Xbox would be called. It's like yes. I have no fucking idea. Yeah. So the Xbox Vista when it comes out, like uh, oh god, <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious what they do because like you know with the Pro, the Pro is really is good. It's a definitely boost in power, but obviously you can see where it would how they could improve. Like they could just simply be as, and I don't want to say simply because it's actual achievement, but they could go to the Xbox, uh, they could make one as strong as the Xbox One X, and there's your jump. Uh, with the with the next Xbox, like, how do they top the One X, or are they? Or are they going to do the whole, hey, there are going to be three versions of this console, too, and you get to pick which one you want. It's like, eh. So I'm kind of curious what they do to, like, sort of top themselves, you know? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Uh. But mostly they just kind of they just need games on that fucking. Thing. They need games, dude. Like, okay, great, <laughs> it's backwards compatible. Oh, it's like, but you know, like, you know, I you can get an Xbox 360 for that. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, they don't really have that, you know, that killer game that made like, oh, I need to get the Xbox One, in my opinion. And uh, but like their biggest hand is like, hey, remember all this awesome stuff we did on the previous one? It's like. Don't be wrong. I like how they're handling backwards compatibility too, and they're proving that it's like it is like an actual thing that people do want. However, I look at the statistics where they said like what, like a billion people are playing backwards compatibility games. And it's like okay, that's great, but 
is that because it's that fantastic or is it because there's nothing else to play? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can only play Recore so many times. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Everyone loves Recore. <laughs> I mean, I had fun with the physics in uh, Quantum Break as much as the next guy, but, you know. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Man, I'd I, I, I push that game out of my mind. <laughs> it's uh, not great. Oh, and I got to tell you, I was looking forward to that game. I was looking forward to Scalebound. Like, me and the wife were really talking about getting an Xbox One for a little while. And then one got canceled and one got shit reviews. So it's like, yeah, but okay, we'll stick with this PS4 and that <laughs> Man, man, Quantum Break, huh? <laughs> uh, Quantum broke my heart, my God. <laughs> All right, what's, you got anything else to say on this one, buddy? Uh, No. All right, moving on. But speaking of uh, upcoming games here, Malcolm, you know, E3 being two weeks away, um, and a couple weeks ago, uh, Walmart Canada, of all people, uh, kind of just kind of uh, kind of blew the lid off of... Uh, uh, shocked the world. <laughs> shocked the world um, by accidentally revealing a bunch of stuff, by pushing a bunch of uh, pre-order pages uh, before they were supposed to. Um, and... You know, Wario64 on Twitter, uh, you know, him being the big scoopmeister that he is, he was able to take a screenshot before they pulled uh, all those listings down. And, you know, there's some, a lot of a lot of heavy stuff in here that some of the stuff that you would expect, some of the stuff that you're like, whoa, really? <laughs> <laughs> um, and one thing even, you know, that, you know, a comp- uh, one of the publishers just went out and said, all right, I guess we're announcing this now. <laughs> uh, one of those games being, you know, Rage 2, uh, a sequel to a game no one asked for <laughs> no one was asking for rage 2 but here it is uh uh you know there's trailers and stuff for it and everything now um i haven't watched the trailers for it uh because no nah, i just rage 2 who cares <laughs> for me personally i'm like man i don't care well i'll tell you one guy who did this guy fell out right here and rage 2, Malcolm. It, it, it's funny it, it I, I really do encourage you to go check out this t- like little trail, not the first one because fuck that first one, but the second, <laughs> the second one where it's like actual gameplay footage, and you're watching it. You're in this post-apocalyptic world. There are factions. You can ride various vehicles, and I'm look and it's got a sense of humor. And I'm watching it. I'm like, this feels like they just punched Borderlands Three in the stomach, <laughs> which was. I believe one of the other ones that was announced. In yes, this. that was one of the games on here also. Um, but they also, man, Borderlands 3 is annoying at this point. <laughs> uh, because, you know, they, you know, Borderlands 2 came out. What year What, what year was that when Borderlands 2 came out? It's been a while. It's like, like oh, what, 20, 2011 at this point? Yeah, something? it's been like a hot decade at this point. <laughs> <laughs> 2012 or something crazy. Definitely before, yeah, fuck, like, because... Man, I'm I'm thinking I'm putting this all in my head here. Like the pre sequel came out like in 2014, I think, because I was still working on. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. Here it is. Uh, yep. That was 2014. Yeah. Borderlands Two was September 18th, 2012. You know, fuck. <laughs> so it's been a little bit, and I'm hearing silence now. Argentina. Uh, yeah, and they've already come out and said like, yeah, we're not showing at E3. Um, so seeing it here, it's like, okay, what's that mean then? Uh, is it easier or not? I guess we'll have to wait and see in a couple of weeks. Uh, but yeah, like Rage 2 comes with, you know, what, it, what it's like from the sounds of it, like you said, it's like, yeah, it's kind of just punching Borderlands 3 in the dick. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, well, if you're not going to make Borderlands 3, we will. Uh, yeah, it actually looks like, wow, this looks like 
Borderlands, but with effort put into it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's got sharper graphics. It's ma- it doesn't say like four gazillion guns or whatever, but it makes it a point that there are lots of guns to pick from. So it's like, yeah. wow, this actually looks fun. It looks like it could scratch that Borderlands itch that's been missing for the past six years or so. Yeah, I feel like what's happening with Borderlands 3 is that like Destiny came out and they were like, oh, <laughs> I guess other people are doing loot games now. Um, I guess, and I think maybe they're just reworking it or something. I don't know. Um, because, you know, obviously Borderlands, you know, those games are fun. It's like, and a lot of the appeal was, you know, you, you murder all these fucking dumb enemies and you get all this awesome loot to show for it. Um, and I, I guess a lot of, you know, like in that time, other games have come out with their own twists on, on that. And I don't know, maybe Borderlands, maybe Gearbox is just kind of scrambling for a way to keep Borderlands re- relevant after all these other games have come out. It's like, I feel like, uh, you know, Borderlands pre-sequel or whatever came out. And then after that, that's when everyone started loot boxing the hell out of games. So they're like, all right, let's figure out a way to do that too. And just as they figured out how to do it, everyone's like, fuck loot boxes. And they're like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be interesting. So Rage 2, Borderlands 3, were there any other interesting ones that you saw on there? I thought I saw a Gears game on there. Yeah, that's another one. Is Gears of War Five uh, was one of the one of the ones too. So I I'm assuming that's gonna show at you know at E3. Obviously, if they got it here, um, they fucking it, better. God, <laughs> I mean the interesting thing about that is that you know there would be two consecutive Gears games without like a Halo in between to break them up because you know for a while there like they were kind of alternating between one and the other, mm. uh, and you know like Halo Six is pretty overdue at this point at least to like show um you know they you know after everyone finished a fight with halo 3 and they're like and hey, now we got another trilogy game. it's like okay <laughs> like, you um you know halo 4 and halo 5 no those are both you know great games i thought um but you know halo 6 has just been kind of mia it's like where where's halo 6 like any sign of halo 6 at all um and you know for gears of war 5 to come out you know no gears of war 4 was a great game i i really like that game a lot um, but it's interesting that they would have another Gears game before before New Halo. Yeah. I would say Gears 4. I would probably put that, if you're arguing which, what's been the best exclusive for Xbox One right now, That I think that would be a good argument or a contender at least. Yeah, for sure. Um, am I, yeah, I'm kind of doing... I'm kind of racking my brain here, and I think I'd have to agree off the top of my head. I, I can't think of a better Xbox One game. Uh. Was Bloodborne 2 on that list? I'm um, looking here. I'm scanning this image. I don't see Bloodborne 2. Um, I do see something called Forza Horizons 5, uh, which is funny for several reasons. One, uh, Forza Horizons, for some reason, is plural. Uh, <laughs> uh, two, Horizon 5 uh, would skip a Horizon 4. I don't know where Horizon 4 <laughs> went. That's <laughs> how um, awesome it is. <laughs> Uh, there's also a listing here for a, a Splinter Cell game, uh, which would be pretty cool. Um, interestingly enough, it's, I, I'm only seeing a, an Xbox One listing for it. Uh, there's something called Lego DC Villains, that I guess would be pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think I feel like I've gotten all the Lego games I've ever wanted. <laughs> like I, I think I'm kind of done with Lego games. Yeah. A, uh, is it here that they announced Division Two? No, they announced Division Two a while ago. Okay. Um, I think we even long ago enough that we even talked about it a little bit okay um, well in case we didn't division two it's hey there it is. 
um, so yeah, and then a lot of the other listings um, are are for stuff that we kind of know. Um, you know, Last of Us Two, uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, oh, Just Cause Four. That's another one. Oh, but, yeah, Just Cause Four would be pretty cool. Um, I like Just Cause Three a lot. It didn't run very well um, on a technical level, but the game itself is pretty pretty fun. Mm. Yeah, hopefully this will be you know a more improved version of that. I guess then. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the other stuff, I guess, you know, you no know, dreams from 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 Media Molecule, uh, Beyond Good and Evil Two, uh, a new Assassin's Creed game is on here, uh, which is interesting. I was I was kind of hoping they would go back, they would kind of stick with a two year <laughs> plan about that, with Assassin's Creed going forward because it worked well for for Origins. It really um, did. Um. So I don't know. <laughs> Either they hopefully figured out how they can make a new fun Assassin's Creed game every year, or I don't know what's happening. Do you think this will be the one where it's finally in Japan? Um, I don't know. I feel like people have been asking for that game for a long time, and they just kind of stubbornly feel like, like, or just stubbornly that's not going to give people uh, that. So I don't know. I feel like that's going to be the game they release when they get super desperate. Like <laughs> One last gasp. Yeah. It's, all right, here you go. Here's the one in J- medieval Japan. It's got all these weapons. You're fighting... Eat it up, assholes. What's that? Eat it up, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I think what happened is game like uh, freaking Neo and Ghost of uh, Shishushi huh? or whatever is coming out. So oh, they're like, oh, they're, they're, that's just too much Japan, man. We can't saturate <laughs> the market. <laughs> uh, all these all these Yakuza games are coming out and, you know, <laughs> it's too much Japan. Oh, speaking of Yakuza games. Uh-huh. Yes, um, more of those remasters are coming, which is, I think, pretty great. Mm. Um, I finished Yakuza 6 um, about a month ago, I think, um, before jumping into God of War. Uh, that, like game was, that game was really good. That game, uh, we should probably do a deeper review for that at some point. Um, but my time with Yakuza 6, is it was a really great game. I, I didn't spend as much, nearly as much time with it as I did with Yakuza 0, uh, yeah, because zero, I put like 140 hours into uh, when I looked at the game clock at the end, uh, and then the game clock for 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 six was only 40 hours. I was like, huh, <laughs> all right, interesting. Um, I, I guess I mean the reason for that is that there, the side stuff just wasn't nearly as compelling as it was for for zero. Where it's like I was like I have to, I got I come hell or high water, I'm fucking, <laughs> I'm I'm maxing out this goddamn cabaret club (laughs) 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 and and this real estate business. Uh, And Yakuza 6 just didn't have anything nearly as compelling on the side stuff. Um, But the, but the main story stuff was really, really, really good. Um, And that new engine that they built for that game was really fucking great. Um, Like it, like, you know, Yakuza 0, I thought looked really good uh, for, you know, but like Yakuza 6 was like, completely blows out of the water from a techno standpoint. Like, the, the engine that they built for that game was really great. Um, nice. Like, Yakuza, Yakuza 0, like, it had a lot of, like, a lot of the cutscenes, you know, like, you know, like, they had a lot of, they had, like, 10, you know, cutscenes in that game that are, like, super high-end, you know, like, super pre-rendered and it looks amazing. Uh, and, but, you know, a lot of the other, like, cutscenes or whatever were, like, in-engine and they look a little, like, you can tell when it's like, okay, like, this cutscene mattered less. <laughs> so they built, so they put it, so they made it this way. Um but Yakuza Six is is all it's all like all the cutscenes are are on that premium level. It's like man, this is really fucking good. <laughs> uh, it's just yeah, like from a technical standpoint, it's it's really great. And you know the combat in that game, they they you know they kind of overhauled it a little bit, and it, it, it's really great. It's really great. 
Um, and you know, like it, it really continues that the like the <laughs> um, you know, like the way Yakuza, like I guess it, they they kind of framed a lot of the, the boss battles were because with like these these awesome like you know like interstitials or whatever. Um, and that's one of the things I just come to love about Yakuza. It's like, man, like they build up like the drama from like for each of the individual like boss fights in a way like that other like video games I wish would really kind of like straight up steal, honestly, because like they don't like I don't I feel like Yakuza games like build up drama in a way that other games just don't. <laughs> yeah, some of those boss battles, like I've never had so much drama and emphasis and. Po- you know, power for lack of a better term to yeah. take on essentially an old guy. Or- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like this guy is like 40 years your senior, but like, <laughs> like the way, like, you know, between the way that like they flash to any, like their name and like where they stand in the, in the Yakuza organization or whatever. It's like, you know, it's like this guy, he runs this family. And, and the, the way like, the, you know, like, like Kiryu and, and like that guy, it's like they clash in like in their and they kick each other at the same time. It's like their name here. It's like, oh shit! It's ha- it's coming. It's going down now. It's- like, oh my god! Like I, I remember in y- Yakuza Zero, Goro takes on the that Chinese hitman Lo Wang. Lo- yes. And uh, the freeze frame for that is him literally cartwheeling over Goro's head, what? and he's like hitman Lao Gang. I'm like Jesus it's Christ. <laughs> It feels like the most important thing in the world. Oh my lord, yes! Every single boss fight in these games. Ah, oh God, I just love them so much. I, 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 every time I think about Yakuza and how much fun I've had with Zero and Six, it's like I just kick myself for not fucking playing these games sooner. As you rightfully should. Yeah. God damn, they're so good. And uh, you're gonna get lucky with uh, three, especially. So with this, this pretty much announces we're remastering every single one. Basically, yeah, because like we've got Yakuza Zero, uh, obviously, and Six. Those are the two all new games. But you know, Kiwami uh, that came out last year too. Uh, Kiwami Two is coming out very soon. I th- or Kiwami Two, yeah, that's like this month, isn't it? Or, or very or next month? I think it was like August. Either. Oh July. yeah, that's right, August. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's still pretty soon. And, uh, you know, three is actually, you're going to get pretty lucky with there. Cause, uh, that one, the version that the United States got that for whatever reason, Sega was like, well, maybe the Americans don't like all this Japanese stuff in there. So let's try to cut all of it out. And, man. oh, were people pissed when they got that game. <laughs> tell man, I, man, I mean, obviously I've never played Yakuza 3, but like, yeah, that's, uh, that sounds like a shitty way to handle that. Cause all the, like, I love all the fucking, how just Japanese these games are. It's like, they... You know, obviously, like they they don't they dub they don't dub the games at all. It's all subtitles, I guess. Um, but like, I love that. Like, that's like they just go all in on how Japanese like everything is between you know like not dubbing like the, you know the Japanese voiceovers and you know like just how ingrained they are about like Japanese culture in general. It's like, man, this is just an awesome window into that world uh, and that that I really appreciate. Yeah. And to take that away, like, man, like, really? Like, that's what they did? Like, that's how they did Yakuza 3? It's like, fuck, I'd be mad too. <laughs> and I'm, I'm retroactively mad. <laughs> and as, mad, as mad, as, mad at yourself that uh, you are that you came in now, it, there's a lot of benefit to coming in now, admittingly, too, because as much as I like those old games, like, I, I'm kind of curious how Joe would have reacted to popping in Yakuza 1 on PS2. And with that... <laughs> shit show of a dub that they had <laughs> it's like literally mark hamill's the only one trying he played Gore. 
Yeah, like I, I like I learned about that after. I was like, really? They got Mark Hamill for fucking to get to, to play Majima here. Yeah, like, that's awesome. And he did a great job, but like honestly, the uh, a lot of the voice actors are trying. It, it's like they were. This was around the time that the Sopranos were a big thing, so they were like, okay, so we need to make them out to be gangsters. What if they just curse? like every chance they get. And so you're seeing like, fuck you, fuck face. And like a lot of lines of that level in the game. So it really takes away from the draw, <laughs> but you know, you're seeing these games and, and with the level of polish there, they're more stuff written in there now so that everything ties together better. So it's especially a great time to jump into these. So, Oh, you're in for quite a ride, man. Let, yeah, let me so, tell you. Yeah. Like, and <laughs> oh, go ahead. I was like, you haven't even gotten to the... There's one of the games where you, you fight a fucking bear in the middle of a blizzard. <laughs> like, that... Amazing. Like, wait till you get to the cutscene intro for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And, and they don't, like... You know, and they don't like uh, lessen it. It's like you can. It's the proportional size to a bear, and you're fist fighting the bear. <laughs> oh god, that sounds great. Oh um, shit, you're in for quite a ride, my friend. Trust me. And all right, so so some other details for, for these uh, for, for these remakes. Uh, for now, uh, they haven't announced anything for the West. These are all for. They, they've announced these for you know Jap- for the Japanese market. Um, you know the six the success of Yakuza. Uh, recently, um, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't bring them over here. But mm. some other details here is that uh, Yakuza Three Remake is set to release in Japan uh, August 9th, so very soon. Uh, and apparently, that's about ninety percent complete, according to to Sega. Um, and yeah, I kind of wonder what engine they would be built on if they would be built on the engine that they used for Yakuza Six, or if they they if they're using the older engine that they built, you know, Yakuza Zero. And the Kiwami games on, so it'll be interesting to see how how they handle how they are handling it. But yeah. either way, I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I know that. Uh, and speaking of studios branching out and trying new things, that their upcoming Fist of the North Star game will be using this new engine. So uh, I'm kind of curious because, like, yeah, you're absolutely right about that new engine. It looks absolutely masterful. Yeah, it's incredible. Like I thought, like yeah, playing Yakuza Zero, like I thought that game was great. Uh, but you know, like the, but yeah, 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 the six just blows it out of the water. I was like, man, fuck. I didn't realize that this game could look that much better. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, it, oh, man, those characters are so good in that game. I, oh, man. How do you feel that? Cause Yakuza six is supposed to be the swan song for. Yeah. Yeah. So how was the ending for you? Was it? It's really good. <laughs> I was like, man. Like it's it's like it's it's melancholy, but not like you know like a stomach punch type of thing. It's like man, it's like yes, this 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 does seem like like I don't have the history with uh, with the games the way other people do. Um, but like even even still, having just only played Yakuza Zero and Yakuza Six, literally the very beginning, <laughs> the very end of the saga. Um, like even I felt like man, yeah, this is awesome. This is this is a great way for 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 Kiryu to go out. Yeah, I, I was kind of worried worried how you take it because a lot of characters get introduced in three through five. So there's going to, so I knew there was going to be a few in there that you'd be like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the way they handle it, they're, they're, they're really good at, you know, like not making it where it's like, Oh yeah. Like if you don't, if you didn't play any of those other games, like you're fucked. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, you know, the story is pretty, the story stands really well on its own. Um, and, and the way they introduce characters, through, you know, through four Yakuza six, you know, um, between the new characters and, and any returning characters, they, 
you know, they've got the character bios in the menu or whatever for you to kind of dive deeper into like, all right, like, so what's this guy's deal? It's like, all right, you can, can read in, into him. And you know, it's, it's, it's handled really well. Hmm. Um, like as, as a, as Yakuza newbie, um, I, I didn't feel like, you know, things were going over my head. Uh, and you know, yeah, like I, yeah, it's a great game, <laughs> man. Uh, but yeah, the great game. And I'm happy that all of them are coming here. I'm definitely buying every single goddamn game that comes out here. So I, I'm super stoked. Yeah. Once, once I finish God of War, um, I'm, I'm kind of debating whether I, I, I do my, my due diligence and play Detroit or just fucking say fuck it and play Kiwami. If it helps out Detroit, like, especially if you're just planning on doing one playthrough, which I know for sure you are. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I believe the game is like 10 hours or something like that. It's just like, it's, it's the replayability of the game that gets you because there are like so many different paths and endings and what have you. So, well, the goal is replayability. Whether the game feels replayable for me, we'll see. <laughs> Whether I'll want to replay it. Like, for sure, Gamefly it, at least. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's the next story? All right, the next story here is we've got some uh, long-awaited games uh, and their release dates kind of in the air here. Number one, we've got Shenmue 3 delayed into 2019. Uh, Who could have saw that? Surprising absolutely nobody. Um, <laughs> I'm still not convinced that game's even coming out. But whatever. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Deep Silver. I guess I forgot that they were the ones kind of handling publishing for that game. Uh, yeah, they announced that the game is being pushed back. Um, yep, <laughs> there you go. Um, man, if <laughs> I got some feelings about Shamu uh, that are very that that have been long documented, I don't have to go into them. <laughs> not, a, not a game I'm personally excited for. All right, so quick question. Which do we see first, Final Fantasy VII Remake or Shenmue Three? Uh, at this point, honestly, I think it's it's Final Fantasy. Oh wow, wow! <laughs> <laughs> man, uh, man, Shenmue Three just. Oof. I mean, one that game just man they 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 seemed so proud of themselves to to release that first teaser trailer, and it just did not look good. I was like, man, really. <laughs> Like 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 two years basically after that Kickstarter and like and this is what you got. It's like the thing that I remember is the fight that uh, the main character gets against the guy with the plastic face. <laughs> oh man! Oh, it's like, dude, it's 2018. Come on, man. <laughs> you guys, you got to do. Well, I mean, it was 2017 when that came out. I mean, um, we were just talking about the fight scene, the martial arts fight scenes in Yakuza, for Christ's sakes. And uh, yeah, and that's another thing too. Is like you know, I tried to play Shemu you know, back in the day, and I was like, man, this game just is not interesting at all. Uh, like, granted, you're not going to get the spectacle of Shenmue powerbombing a guy on the street. Like, <laughs> no, you, but... not. But, but, yeah, it's like, like, I, I, like, I will concede that, yes, you know, Shen, the Shenmue game, the, the original, at least, you know, was an important game, you know, like, it introduced, you know, you know, quick time events into the, into the mainstream, you know, like, it was a cinematic thing. But, man, like, it just... Just did not grab me at all, um, and especially now, you know, like the Yakuza games, you know, from Sega. Also, you know, like for me, like those games, kind of like, yeah, I feel like this is what Shemu was supposed to be all along. You know, like these cinematic games that kind of, you know, that you know, Shemu just was not. Mm. Uh, so you said games. Are there any other games that uh, got announced or? Um, well, Kingdom Hearts three apparently that's going to get a release date very soon if uh, Tetsu Nomura. Uh, is to be believed. Um, uh, people are like, getting really hyped about this one, Joe. 
Yeah, I mean, I think they, they recently showed some stuff from that, didn't they? Um, yeah, there was a lot of press getting to see, like, new footage. or And not, not only that, they were actually playing the game, which is very encouraging. And they were talking about how, like, the combat is fully fully been evolved and it's combining aspects from all the other games before it and we're getting some like really crazy and fun super moves and fight scenes that you'd see throughout the game including like various areas uh, that are actually really really super huge like the one i kept hearing about was uh, in the toy story level mm. you actually go to a toy store where if you just play it through normally you can get through the area really quick but you can actually explore the toy store and there's like so many stores and so many secrets throughout it. Like each one feels like this massive area that you could explore, which is really, really amazing. So like the gameplay footage looks super fun, especially like essentially jumping off something and Sora does like this skydive and which turns into this jumping attack into a group of enemies. And uh, it, it feel it looks and feels super good. I'm hoping it, plays super good as uh, this feels like this is it we're finally there at the end which feels crazy because this has been a long run with kingdom hearts here yes i mean they <laughs> they announced this fucking game at e3 2013 uh, and you know obviously kingdom hearts 2 came out a long time before that <laughs> so you know kingdom hearts 3 even before you know he officially announced it five years ago um it's been a long time coming um, and with, you know, Nomura saying that, you know, there, his quote specifically said, uh, we are very close to finalizing the date right now. So we do plan to reveal it early next month. Uh, early next month at that point means E3, I think. <laughs> um, so that's probably when they'll announce the date. Um, and, and so, you know, between this and, you know, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake showing up on that Walmart page, um, it seems like it's going to be pretty big E3 for, for Square Enix. Um, please be excited for E3. Please be excited for E3. Um, I don't know. I, I think if, I think if it should be coming out this year, right? Kingdom Hearts three, like the way they're the, the way he's kind of gearing up here, I feel like they're going to announce a date for you know for for this year, right? Mm. Or at least that's. I I could definitely. They, they were already saying 2018, so I could see it coming out in the fall. Uh, worst case, I could I could see it coming out in March. Of next year, but if they're, I, I feel like if they were going to release it, uh, I feel like Christmas would be the perfect time to release a Kingdom Hearts game. Yeah. Well, which, hey, go to my uh, Amazon page and uh, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3 on there. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else have they announced? Um, well, let's see. Black Ops 4, Malcolm, uh, Call of Duty. Um, that game recently had a press event of its own uh, where people were able to go out and check it out. Um, you know, the big news out of, out of that is that it's not going to have a single-player campaign. Uh, it is going to be the all basically multiplayer uh, in the zombies mode, um, which is a very interesting way to handle Call of Duty um, because, you know, a lot of people, and not insignificant number of people, you know, play Call of Duty for the campaign. You know, obviously most of the people who play, you know, play that game for the multiplayer, but... You know, I, I you know for me, you know, Call of Duty is always yeah. Like I'll check out the campaign, play for six hours, <laughs> sell the game back. Um, yeah, not not gonna happen with Black Ops Four apparently. Uh, I really, I actually don't like. Keep in mind, I'm someone who doesn't play Call of Duty, so take me with a grain of salt. But I'm not actually, 
I really don't like it because number one, they're going to keep it at fifty nine ninety nine, despite the fact that it's just a multiplayer game, which was like one of the issues I had with the first Battlefront game that they started releasing. And uh, it feels like there should be a lot more to it if this is going to be pure multiplayer. So uh, it's interesting. It's it reminds me of that what EA was saying, like oh, no one does multiplayer game, no one does single player anymore. Or right, but. I, I don't know. I'm not a fan of it, personally. What, what do you think? Yeah, it's weird, because, I mean, they're calling it Black Ops 4, right? So, I mean, obviously, there's three Black Ops games before um, that all had stories. <laughs> so, it's interesting to call it this Black Ops 4 and then just not continue that story at all. Um, mm. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a weird way to handle that. Um, Black Ops, you know, for, as far as the campaign goes, like, Black, the original Black Ops is still my favorite as far as the campaign goes. Um, they didn't really get into two or three. So, like, not getting a new Black Ops campaign isn't, like, you know, it's not going to break my fucking heart or anything. Um, but, yeah, like, it's it's weird because, like, like where, where where's the single player, man? <laughs> 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 like, I like... Like, I like at least checking out the single player for these Call of Duty games. You know, like, you know, I tried to get into World War II or WW2, whatever, uh, last year. Um, didn't catch me, but, like, but Infinite Warfare, uh, Advanced Warfare, like, I, I thought those were great games. Um, yeah, and they had, like, these amazing, amazing set pieces and amazing stories that felt like action movies. So I did enjoy them. Uh, maybe they were starting to realize, okay, we're getting a little nuts here because, you know, they had Kevin Spacey, they had Conor McGregor, they had <laughs> Jon Snow as characters. <laughs> so, and I can't imagine that was cheap for them. So they were like, all right, F it, we'll just skip the story since all people, at least in their opinion, all people do is play the multiplayer. So, no. Well, the way I see it, 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 it's kind of the way, you know, the giant bomb crew sees it, where it's like, it feels like a weird kind of like way for them to be like, for next year's game to be like, oh, yes, and we listen to everybody. And here's here's a single player campaign. We listen to the people. Uh, <laughs> like, it feels like a weird way to kind of like preemptively cop out next year uh, when they bring back a single player game. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, yeah, so they're basically putting all their chips down on multiplayer for this one. Uh, and, you know, they've, there's, they they've got a couple of big changes for it. Um, for for I mean, for one, they're jumping in on the battle royale train, uh, and and you know bringing that mode uh, into Call of Duty. Um, I, they didn't have that, you know, in four people to play, but you know they've they've said that it's gonna be you know huge maps or whatever. How many? We'll see how many players they put on those maps or whatever. But it's it's interesting to see uh, Call of Duty kind of jump on on that particular bandwagon. Uh, and as far and another interesting change that they've got is that they don't have automatic health regeneration anymore the way they've had, you know, for for years and years. Um, you can still recover health, but you have to like press a button. You know, like the way you reload your gun, you have to press a button to like recharge your health. Uh, <laughs> so that's weird. So um, it's like in in Dragon Ball Fighters where you hold down the buttons to key up and you're like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah to charge your meter or whatever. Uh, yeah, basically. Um, so yeah, so those are a couple of big, couple of big changes coming to. Which, by the way, if the animation for your character healing is you like building up key in Dragon Ball Fighter, Dragon Ball Z, like I will buy that game, like <laughs> just to see like a map of like twenty people all going. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, but uh, uh, serious. It feels, yeah, it does feel like a cop out in many ways. It's like. The battle royale mode is like, oh, this will appease people who don't care about story. And it's like, 
or the people wanting the story mode, excuse me. And it's like, uh, not really. <laughs> yeah, for me personally, like, without the single-player campaign, like, that gives me literally zero reason to, to play the new Call of Duty game. It's going to be very interesting slash telling uh, how this game does. Because yeah. if it fails, then there you go. Okay, people want the single-player. But if it sells just as well as any other Call of Duty one, then we may have to say goodbye to any sort of you know, single player story mode or campaign mode in a Call of Duty going forward. Yeah, I mean, like, I kind of wish it would at least do what people are kind of hoping they would would do a few years ago. It's like, maybe piece out the multiplayer and the single player, you know, offer them each for like, you know, like, yeah, 40 bucks for each and then like 60 bucks for a package or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I can see that being pretty fair, actually. (laughs) But no. No, no, of course not. <laughs> uh, on the other side of the battlefield, <laughs> Battlefield Whoa. Five uh, was also uh, announced by by EA, and uh, that's going back to World War Two. You know, after Battlefield One went to World War One, uh, right? Is it Battlefield Five? I guess it's Battlefield Five because yeah. it's stylized Battlefield V, with the, I guess for victory or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But, it's weird, like, because it feels like we just got this with Call of Duty, but it's like we're returning to our roots. Uh, I remember being in the promotion or whatever. It's like, yeah. like uh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> let's break out the muskets. But yeah, I know they uh, didn't have muskets for. <laughs> no, they did not. But the interesting thing with Battlefield Five, uh, what they're doing with the with with their DLC is that all the DLC for the game will be free. Uh, there will be no season pass the way basically every other Battlefield game. And, you know, I think it feels like this is kind of like a response to, let's say, Battlefront uh, with EA, EA Star Wars Battlefront game. Uh, that went over like a lead balloon, uh, the way they handled the DLC for that. Uh, so with this, they're going to go, they're just going to offer, you know, content updates for this game for free. Uh, and they will sell, they will have microtransactions, but it will all be cosmetic stuff. Uh, everything that, you know, that they add to the game from a competitive standpoint will be free. Uh, so that's cool. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Monster Hunter World, where literally the only thing you could purchase was, like, gestures and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. I, I hope it r- works out for them pretty well. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so there's... I, I imagine, obviously, that they're going to go into to this game much deeper uh, coming three in a couple of weeks. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see if they kind of jump on the Battle Royale uh, train as well. Um, and Battlefield is is a game that's much more suited to, to a mode like that anyway. Uh, because, you know, Battlefield, you know, so it's got these huge maps with huge, you know, player counts or whatever. So it feels like they could just kind of slap that in there uh, much, at least they, or at least much more easily than, you know, Call of Duty can. So... We'll see what happens with, with these two games. Mm-hmm. All right. And there's a lady on the cover too, which which kind of made people upset because people are assholes. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> like it's historically accurate. It's like, are you sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> Good lord! All right. What well, is there anything else that got uh, release dates or? Uh, let's see. Oh yes, uh, the Wolf Among Us season two uh, has been delayed to 2019. Hooray! Yeah, I'm kind of excited about that one. The first one was was Great. a definite surprise for me. I really enjoyed it. So yeah, that game, um, and it's been such a long time coming uh, to to get a, a second season of that. But yeah, apparently, uh, Telltale says on its official website uh, that the delay comes as the result of a few fundamental changes here at Telltale since we first announced the game last summer. Um, I'm assuming that means the giant layoffs that they had last year, uh, where they laid off 25 percent of their employees. Uh, but 
yeah, hopefully, hopefully that game comes together uh, because the first season was, again, really great. Hmm. All right. What's the next story? Uh, let's see. We've got a couple more stories here. Uh, speaking of layoffs and closures, uh, unfortunately, Boss Keep, uh, Boss, let's see, Boss Keep Productions, or Boss, yeah, that's the name of the game. Uh, that, uh, studio has been shuttered. It's gone. Um, and, uh, that studio, uh, was, was, uh, headed up by Cliff Blazinski. He, you know, famously worked on the first few Gears of War games, uh, was Epic Games. Uh, he worked on Unreal Tournament. Uh, the game that they put out was, uh, you know, Lawbreakers. Uh, oh, that's so yeah. disheartening. Yeah, and that game just did not take off at all, um, unfortunately. And you know they they very quickly try to they try to jump on the the battle royale uh, wagon as well. Uh, they're like, this is our last ditch effort to to get someone to play our stuff. Uh, and apparently that game was shaping up pretty well. It was called Radical Heights, um, mm-hmm. but unfortunately not enough people uh, bought into that either. So unfortunately, uh, that studio is now closed. Um, yeah, I feel bad because uh, you know. For the moment that game got announced, especially when I heard the release date, I was like, wow, this sort of feels like it's going out to die. Because I remember there was like yeah. a ton of different games coming out. Like, it was the wrong time for this game to come out. Yeah, for sure. It's like, I still haven't actually seen any gameplay footage. It, it's sort of like Overwatch of what they were going for, right? Or Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i assuming that the game was, you know, in production before, you know, uh, Overwatch came out. And but yeah, the timing of it wasn't great for them, <laughs> you know, because you know Overwatch did come out, and you know that kind of ate everybody's lunch. Uh-huh. But, you know, over, you know what was it? Battleborn two kind of ate it as well <laughs> uh, because of Overwatch, and yeah, sucks. It does, and over Overwatch is still eating people's lunch. Like I have my boss at work; he has like a computer specifically for Twitch at work. It's actually pretty amazing, but uh, all he does is watch Overwatch on it. Yeah. But uh, my it sucks because how many people worked at that studio? At Lob- uh, at um, Bosky Productions, I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, it sucks anytime we have to report on something like this, especially yeah, because the studio only. That was about 65 employees, according to this Wikipedia page. Um, yeah, I mean, the studio was only founded four years ago. Uh, you know, Cliffy B uh, being a very, you know, he, he he's he's one of the few, like, people that you would consider, like, you know, one of the few auteurs in, in you know, the games industry. You know, you've got people like, you know, Miyamoto and, and Kojima and, and, you know, Cliff, Cliff Brzezinski was, you know, I wouldn't personally put him on, on the same level as those guys but like he's definitely really high up there uh you know working on, on gears of war and unreal tournament you know you know it was a big deal when he left epic and, and you know finally this studio um and you know having you know all those people you know buy into his vision and unfortunately just did not work out yeah um i obviously i hope that they everyone as well as joe of course uh hopes that they all land on their feet uh what do you see for cliff plazinski after this like he already tried starting the whole studio route do you think he goes back to epic um you know i don't know uh, he put out a statement on, on twitter saying that he's basically kind of gonna just go on hiatus for a while um and yeah i don't know i don't know what happens with him uh i don't know if he goes back to if he joins another uh, uh, an existing studio, or because I, I don't see him, you know, making, you know, finding another studio. Because uh, I mean, it, from 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 what I gather, you know, of the, the the short time that this studio was around, you know, it feels like a lot of him personally went into it, you know, in terms of like you know, money and all that. So, I, I have no actual idea. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, 
I know that, you know, coming from my standpoint, anytime like where my store shut down or I lost a job like that, you know, I usually take like a weekend or a week to myself just to sort of like collect my thoughts. I assume he's doing something similar with this hiatus. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, granted, while starting his own studio is probably out because I know that eats up a lot of money, especially from uh, what was the baseball player who tried to. <laughs> oh, fuck. Kurt Schilling and 38 Studios. Yeah. Oh, man. Him oh, I feel man. bad for because he literally lost everything he had saved up. Trying no, to I don't feel bad for Kurt Schilling at all because he's a real piece of shit who tried to say who he scammed. The, he scammed an entire state to give him all that money. That wasn't his money. Oh, did he scam the state? Basically, yeah, that, that's taxpayer money he threw away. Oh well, goddamn. Yeah, that, there's a whole. Oh man, the way he, oh man, see now I'm getting all riled up. Because <laughs> <laughs> one, Kurt Schilling himself just was a person, not not a great person. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I mean, too, like yeah, like he, the way he closed that studio down, like people didn't get their severance and oh. Uh, and like it's like yeah, it's like dude, come on. All right, well, <laughs> like well, he, like they were very, like he, like like he put down very little of, 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 of what that studio lost. So, fuck him. <laughs> All right, well, he, he can get fucked, but everybody else who worked there hopefully <laughs> Yeah, yeah, actually. for sure, because that studio, like, man, fucking, what was it? What was that called? What was that game called? Fucking Reckoning or whatever. That game was good. I, I really liked that game. Like, and uh, I, I was really hoping there'd be more of that, but Kurt Schilling fucked it up and fucked it up for everybody. <laughs> okay, fair Thank enough. <laughs> All right, so... Oh, uh, with that being said, hopefully Cliff Blazinski and everybody else lands on their feet okay. I think Blazinski could pretty much, while he can't do a freaking another studio, he pretty much has a license to drive. You know, he just needs to fill up out an application as far as staying in the industry, but we'll see what he does. Yeah, I, I yeah, like I don't see him making another studio. I don't see another, like I don't see him, <laughs> like I don't see people like giving him money for another studio. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm sure Epic would take him back with open arms. I, I don't know how that separation went down, but you got to think they'd they would love to have him back afterward. Yeah, because interestingly enough, like one of the last things he did at Epic was he <laughs> he uh, like I forget what show exactly that that they uh, that they announced the game at, but he helped announce Fortnite <laughs> back in 2013 or 2014 or whatever. Uh, that's doing pretty good. That's doing pretty good. <laughs> uh, all right, and what's the last story we got? Uh, let's see. One of the last stories I've got here is that uh, Sony is releasing, or with a third-party partner, an officially licensed performance controller for place for PS4. Uh, you know, not unlike the way Microsoft has the the, the Elite controller. Mm. Uh, Sony is partnering up with this company, uh, Scuff Vantage, uh, to release uh, a pro controller, basically for for PS4, um, and it looks pretty good. Uh, it's gonna be very pricey though. <laughs> it's a steal at two hundred dollars. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a lot. Uh, the 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 wired model is one sixty nine ninety ninety nine. Uh, the wireless one is one ninety nine. Um, but yeah, you can order that through scuffgaming.com. Uh, and and man, uh, I mean it's I mean it's the price isn't really the the, the sticking point here uh, because the, the the elite controller for Xbox you know that's not cheap either that's a one hundred and fifty dollar accessory and that sells extremely well for Microsoft mm. uh, so there is a market for this kind of thing oh yeah 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 uh, but yeah like if you if you're into that that kind of thing um, you're gonna get something similar 
offered to you for the PS4. Yeah, it's like, do you know what kind of advantages it gives you over the normal controller? Or? Uh, a great number of advantages, Malcolm. Uh, for one, you've got these uh, little paddles on the back uh, that kind of function as the shoulder buttons. Uh, that way you can kind of, or you can map them to anything. Hmm. Uh, I think um, the, you can map them to the face buttons. That way you can, you know, press, you know, square or circle uh, without taking your, your thumb off of the right stick. Uh, you know, that type of thing. The kind oh, wow. of the kind of stuff that, you know, the, the split second uh, functions that, that make the difference uh, at, you know, pro level, you know, first person shooting and gaming and all, all that kind of stuff. Um, you can change the thumbsticks to different uh, heights and, and, and sensitivities. Uh, you can you can take out the rumble motors if you want. Uh, you know, a whole lot of stuff. Uh, it's it's uh, yeah, it's very extensive. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, maybe I'll save up some money there. But uh, yeah. Uh, it feels it's a little annoying that this came it feels like a little too little too late because you know granted it's three years but we're towards the end of the ps4 life cycle <laughs> uh, meanwhile the elite i think was that announced <laughs> before PS4's launch got, yeah the ps4's got one foot in the grave <laughs> <laughs> it's the end of a road <laughs> It's yeah, I'm bringing mine into GameStop to pre-order for the game <laughs> PS5 right now. <laughs> yeah, definitely should do that. Get that, get a jump on. <laughs> oh, man. Also trading in my TV because I'm I'm assuming we'll be at 5K by the time PS5 comes out. Well, no, Malcolm will be at 8K. Oh, 8, 8K is an actual thing. <laughs> Good lord. I know that LG is making those TVs you can roll up like a poster. <laughs> oh man, I I got an email from uh, from Best Buy uh, saying that my Geek Squad protection on my TV is uh, about a month away from expiring. Uh, kind of wondering what to do about that. Yeah. Maybe 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 my maybe my TV falls off my TV stand. <laughs> yeah, who knows, man? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? And maybe I pay the difference on a better TV. Mm. All right, what's the last story you got there? <laughs> Uh, last story I've got here is that Rainbow Skies, a game that's been so long in development that uh, the first <laughs> uh, on the first day of StealthyBox.com, we we had a number of stories kind of ready to go. One of them was an interview about this game uh, five years ago, Malcolm. So it's a long time coming. Good uh, lord! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that game is finally coming out June twenty sixth on PS four, PS three, and Vita. Uh, man, that's yeah, very long time coming. Uh, Rainbow Moon, uh, you'll remember, came back way back, came out right, way back in 2012. Uh, so, and that was a game I liked a lot. I put a lot of hours into into Rainbow Moon. Uh, mm. I, Rainbow Skies, you know, kind of, you know, being the sequel to that. You know, I've never looking forward to this game for a very long time. <laughs> it's like, okay, it's been so long since they've talked about this game that I had to just now look it up as to what the hell Joe's been talking about. <laughs> And then I heard Rainbow Moon, like, oh, my God, I haven't heard that name in a hot minute. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that was a fun game. So, you know, hopefully this follows suit. Yeah. And um, I don't know if it's going to be cross-buy, but it's definitely going to be cross-save. Um, ah, okay. You know, for those people who still have a Vita when this comes out. so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the developer, uh, SideQuest Studios, they, they, they've been very supportive of, of the Vita. They, they've got a couple of other Vita games out. Uh, and yeah, they they love that Vita. <laughs> Good for them. Glad somebody loves it. Indeed. <laughs> well, on that note of love, that does it for this week's episode. Well, 
this episode of uh, the firmware update. <laughs> yeah, don't make it sound like we're making episodes every week. What yeah. the hell? We are definitely going to try this. You'll hear from us a lot, literally a lot sooner this time around. We're, we're expecting to have a prediction show ready for you to come out about E3. And, of course, we'll be doing our usual uh, reports on E3, which, once again, two weeks away. Good Lord. Goddamn. So, yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, it's not on a... Uh, on a D and D weekend, or otherwise there might be some issue there. So, (laughs) but folks, uh, we're looking to uh, come back at a normal pace for us, you know, hopefully like uh, two episodes a month, if not more. So keep an eye out for that folks. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, you can follow us. You can follow us on such uh, places as uh, if you're on your Apple device, your podcast app. Hey, there we are. Or just uh, hit that subscribe button and you'll get every single episode. Also, five-star review with uh, some uh, with something written greatly helps up the show. We're actually sitting at a 5.5 right now on, on the podcast app, so you know, Joe. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, can't get any better than that. Uh, <laughs> if you've got an Android device, never fear. We're on, we're on Podbeam, which is free. You can download us... For- Download us and uh, subscribe to us right then and there. You can also find us on such apps such as Pocket Cast, which me and Joe highly recommend. Uh, I got, I just found the Trim the Silence uh, option on uh, the podcast as well as <laughs> speeding it up, which greatly helps, let me tell you. Uh, we are looking into a possible situation with Stitcher Radio, but uh, that is another option right now. For some reason, our last episode did not load up there, so we'll keep an eye on it there. Uh, on top of that, we've got our own website, the firm, thefirmup.com, where we've got every single episode where you can hard, you could uh, download straight up and just da- put however you want to listen to it on there, as well as uh, any articles written by Joe. You can also find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash thefirmup. Uh, if you want to make, if, if two episodes a month isn't enough for you and you want more, hey, <laughs> We've got options on how you can get more from us. As soon as we get uh, some subscribers, we'll do bonus content, as well as uh, doing, as well as, hey, if we get enough, maybe we go back to being weekly. But every little bit helps. So thank you to Tyler right now. And uh, by, once again, Patreon.com/slash/TheFirmUp help uh, it will help us immensely get more content out there. You can also find us on Twitter at PSML for me, at 123 for Joe, and at the firm up for the show. And Joe, is there anything else I'm forgetting? No, that's about the long and short of it. All right, folks, we'll see you next time. All right, adios.